Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I'm joined today by uh, Sarah Riapel, who has uh, been on the, on the podcast many times. You know her. She is responsible for all of the portfolio solution programs at, uh, at RBC Global Asset Management. Sarah, I hope it's not uh, too late in the year to wish you a happy new year. I hope you and your family are well. Yes, all good here. Happy new year to you. Excellent. So, so let's start talking about the new year and and beyond. Uh, current environment, you know, it, it's an environment of heightened uncertainty, and I think we've talked about before looking forward with interest rates at uh, at historic lows, markets in many cases at all time highs. That that points to perhaps muted return expectations. Um, has your view of the traditional asset mix in portfolios changed because of that? What are you doing inside the portfolios right now? Great question. So um, anybody who's talked to me before, including you and on this podcast, knows that um, I fundamentally believe in the the power of taking a diversified approach to your investments. So I still believe that that's the, the, the way to go. You know, 2020 was a good reminder of the need to be prepared for a broad range of outcomes, both good and bad. And that diversified approach is going to help you with that because it's going to help to provide smooth and consistent returns over the long term. You know, that's served investors well over the last 30 years, and I believe it will continue to do so. But that doesn't mean we don't need to adjust your approach and be constantly reviewing um, how the asset mix is set up um, with an eye to the future. Um, so the last 30 years has provided a, a good backdrop for a diversified approach, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be changing how we look at asset classes and diversification diversification going forward because the optimal asset mix of the last decade is not the same asset mix for the next next decade. And the reason that is, is because we expect mediocre or, or you know, low to negative returns from bonds. Uh, so you need to adjust your strategic asset mix uh, to take that into account, which we did uh, last summer when we increased our equity weight and sourced that from bonds. On the tactical side, we're seeing, you know, high equity market valuations, low bond yields. That's going to mean lower total returns and, and more volatility going forward. Um, um, so you need to adjust your approach there as well. That said, uh, bonds are still an important component of a, of a multi-asset portfolio because they provide income, they provide liquidity, they provide insurance um, in a portfolio context. Um, we think equities are going to outperform bonds, but we do need to lower return expectations due to where valuations are currently sitting and due, due to the earnings potential from stocks going forward. So I think a key theme for us for 2020 was evolve and renovate. Um, we were really taking a close look at the portfolios and at the asset mix and at the underlying funds and strategies. To, to make sure that we can continue to meet the risk and return goals that, that we have set for ourselves and for our clients. Yeah, so uh, um, renovation, uh, a, a big theme for, uh, for everyone in this work from home environment. So uh, just as, as many people have around the house, they need to think about that from a portfolio perspective uh, as, as, as you've done. So, so if, if we're looking ahead, just in 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 2021 and beyond, is is there anything that in in particular you're you're thinking about or that's on your radar for for the coming year? Well, I can think I can break that into two pieces. So that evolve and renovate theme, I think, continues into 2021. Uh, we made a number of changes to the portfolios over the last year, including, you know, adding the second tranche of the real estate fund, including adding the Blue Bay Global Alternative Bond Fund. Um, we're looking at some additional changes for the coming year to to continue 
continue along that theme. Um, but then looking on the other side to you know the economy and markets, which is probably what your um, your listeners are, are more interested in at this point, since we're at the beginning of the year. So, you know, the economy I think may um, encounter some hurdles in the near term because we're still grappling with this pandemic and and the impact on the economy. Um, but the rec recovery is progressing. We see a better outlook for for 2021. We are watching the potential impact on inflation from the blue wave, as we call it, um, in the U.S. And that means that democratic control of all three branches of government could lead to higher taxes, increased fiscal stimulus, uh, possibly a higher minimum wage. These are all potentially pushing inflation higher. Higher inflation is not our base case at this point, but it's, it's certainly something that bears watching because um, rising inflation is going to have an impact on um, the, the valuations and the prices of a, of a variety of different asset classes. Um, central banks, no urgency to raise rates. They've said that they want to keep rates, uh, interest rates low for a while. Um, you know, Bond yields are, are below our estimates of fair value, so we do see valuation risk there. You know, While we look for yields to gradually rise over the longer term, we, there's a number of factors that we think are going to limit to the increase in yields over the, the near to medium term. So low single digits to slightly negative returns on the bond side of the portfolios over the year ahead. Um, switching to stocks, obviously it was an impressive rally off the lows in March, um, and that was due to the massive stimulus that, that was put in place, that was due to the gradual reopening of the economies, and then most recently that was due to the, the starting of the rollout of, of vaccines. Um, investors are optimistic, they're looking ahead to the recovery and earnings that is now just beginning. Um, the S&P 500 or large cap U.S. equities are, are the most fully valued of the markets that we follow, but th but there's a number of other markets that are actually showing attractive valuations. And, and as a result of that, we're tilted more towards international markets and away from North American markets um, in the asset mix. Um, you know, further gains in stocks from here, we think um, are, are possible uh, and likely, but it's going to depend on above average valuations. But we think that that's, that can happen um, because there's limited investment alter alternatives with bond yields as low as they are, um, people are looking for a place to to earn some return. And so with limited investment alternatives, stocks should attract more, co more capital. Um, as a result, we are expecting sort of mid to high single digit returns from, from equities um, over the coming year. And, and we remain overweight uh, stocks in the asset mix as a result. Wow. I don't think you could squeeze a whole lot more in in, uh, in, in about five and a half minutes. That's, uh, that's a great synopsis. You're, you're clearly on your game here early in the new year. And, uh, and, and thanks for that. And we'll uh, hopefully be able to check back with you oh, on a semi-regular basis to, uh, to, to see how your thinking around this evolves. But I mean, so important just, just, just where you started uh, is, is, that, uh, is as, as that thinking about uh, your portfolio uh, as a portfolio and the importance of diversification. Uh, I think that's the thing that never changes uh, and and the other part about the renovation and and renewal is 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 about uh, you know how you look at things in in time and so uh, again we'll we'll check in with you and see uh, where uh, where your thinking is evolving as uh, as we go through this uh, what looks like already is going to be a, an, another uh, interesting year so Sarah thanks for your time today great thanks for having me.